Welcome back, everybody, to Talk of the Now podcast. I'm your host, Gene, and I've got Jason again here with us today, most often as usual. Jason, how are you today, sir? Well, Gene, I'm rolling. No, no, I'm good. I'm great. Indeed. Well, Jason has got, we've got a little bit of catching up to do. Jason, um... For those little, that don't life, know, life events you may know? or may not have gotten, um, <clears throat> excuse me, hitched uh, lately. <laughs> As he shows, <laughs> I've actually lost my ring. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, I've got to find the stupid thing. Anyway, um, I was going to have. Um, well, for those that that uh, keep up with the podcast, we're going to go over some of that in a. Depending on how I arrange this, it'll be either a future or newer episode. Got to see. Right. It depends on how I arrange it. Today, though, we're going to talk about Star Wars. We're going to round out our Star Wars discussion with part three and go from there. So let's just dig right into it and get on with it. And we're going to try to round this out within about 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Just to sort of give our final thoughts. Um, <clears throat> We covered, you know, I had to do some splicing and everything for the last one. And right. We, I believe we covered Return of the Jedi in our last video. True. The most horror. So we covered New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and I'm sorry, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. We've covered a lot of the bases. Years um, released, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, 77, 80, and 83? Correct. Okay. Yes. And Jason and I are old enough. Jason attended two of the Two of them, or all three at the movie theater, right? All three. Yeah. Yeah. I only did one. I did Return of the Jedi. My parents weren't into taking me to that sort of stuff when I was, um, you know, an, an, born. a toddler like they did with me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By 83, though, I was a full-fledged kid, kiddo, and yeah, I went to uh, Green's Corner over in Lilburn to watch uh, Return of the Jedi 1983. Went with some, I believe, cousins and maybe a friend or two. Can't remember the exact cousins that I went to. Greens Corner, for the, those of you that don't know, there's a there's a road in Atlanta named after the uh, former president, Jimmy Carter. And uh, it's a shopping center. And I don't think it's a Walmart shopping center now. I don't even know if the Walmart was there back then, was it not? No, it was not, yeah. no. Okay. <clears throat> but it was a cool-looking little two-story kind of building that had miscellaneous. It was cool for back in this day. It had like a baseball yeah. card shop. It had a military surplus store. Yeah. Oh, did it really? I don't even remember that. Yeah, okay. I bought a Chinese throwing star from there one time. Ah. Yeah. Um. So when I um. Anyways, I I grew up and went to that that movie theater a lot of times in the eighties because there weren't a lot of them around yet in uh, the greater Gwinnett County area. Um. Later on, there was one that opened up in the Stone Mountain area called um. Hey, well, went through all kinds of iterations of names, but um, I remember seeing mainly that one, my one of my earliest memories of going to a theater, and a couple of years later seeing Back to the Future like six times in one summer. And the crazy <laughs> thing is, folks, I saw Back to the Future at that same exact theater. Probably saw it the same show and we didn't even realize we were there together. Yeah, nineteen eighty-five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the. Uh, Night before we went to Disney World for the first time, we went and saw the on opening weekend Back to the Future. Yeah. Wow. We'll have to do it. Maybe we'll do a Back to the Future. Um, episode. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Like a whole Robert Zemeckis mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was just thinking, what if Robert Zemeckis had uh, directed one of the Star Wars movies? That could be kind of interesting with his style. <laughs> yeah, it probably would have been entertaining too. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, back to Star Wars. Um, I remember, of course, loving it as a kid and watching it. Just kind of remember going to theater and don't really remember a lot of the details other than just loving it. And I do remember we touched on this last time that later on, you know, 1985, 87, 89, kind of stuck in my head like, wonder if he'd ever do any another one of these movies. I don't know. Yep. And of course, as far as we know, he never did. He Well, he did. I'm sorry. He never did up till he never made any sort of like Star Wars movie. Yeah, like he never made another one. What do you call those? Um, sequels to that. <clears throat> Excuse me, trilogy. So, right. The the funny thing is, and we talked about this last time as well. Outside of like movies, kind of like the Bond movies, they didn't really do trilogy type movies back then, did they? Well, I mean, you had Indiana Jones, you had um, mm-hmm. you know, Back to the Future, obviously, um, and then. Well, I'm talking like late. early '80s and back, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, Indiana talk, Jones uh, wasn't it, that one wasn't no. even meant to be one, was it? No. Um, and I think you know when you look at trilogies, it was more your silly movies or your, mm-hmm. you know, your Apple Dumpling Gang, yeah, or your borderline <laughs> raunchy movies like Porky's and things like oh, that. You know, uh-huh. um, Revenge of the Nerds. Right. You know, movies like that. They did those, but it, the trilogy wasn't really like a. a a staple of movie trilogy you know. yeah like they didn't do second part of citizen kane or no <laughs> dr Zhivago no, no. or <laughs> right exactly yeah right I mean, there's... Little, I mean um what do you call it um one of my one of my top five movies probably or um or what am i thinking of the one from the 60s with anthony um or not anthony but uh peter o'toole uh lawrence of arabia oh lawrence of arabia wow yeah um no, you're right. They didn't do that much. And so Lucas kind of brought that into the forefront with, with Star Wars and with Indiana Jones, um, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, Lucas didn't really have anything planned after that first movie. Um, wasn't really planning on it being as a big success as it was either, We, which I think we've touched on. Yeah. Which um, neither did, it, um, um, sorry, um, Lucas, he didn't plan on Star Wars being a trilogy. That's did what he? I said, yeah. Lucas oh, I'm didn't, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, thinking Lucas. as you're saying. <laughs> well, and you know, and then Lucas and um, Spielberg was a natural team up for uh, Indiana Jones. Absolutely, um, that whole series, which originally was just Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, and Indiana Jones was the character in that movie. Um, so much like Star Wars was, you know, they came up with names later on. Mm-hmm. You know, Star Wars was not a New Hope when it first came out; it was just Star Wars. Um, right. And, you know, the blindingly crazy success of that movie. It just, it spawned a whole, a whole new industry. I think of, well, it spawned merchandising, which we know about because we all participate that when we were kids. Um, and it spawned just this whole idea. Like you said, the Epic trilogy, which the Epic is, you know, obviously as old as writing, but you know, Lucas drew from a lot of that, which is why it was so successful. You know, he he drew on character development. You know what? That and go ahead. No, and it just kind of it. That's what spawned. Oh, we want more, more, more of these. We want mm-hmm. more of these stories. That's kind of what you know gets 
it gets people back to the theater. You know, if they know they've got another one coming, it's like, Ooh, yeah. You know, speaking of merchandising. Yeah. I think I might have something. I think I might have, I didn't, this is this spontaneous people. I think I might have a, uh, an artifact of that era. Jason, talk among yourself. I'll be right back. Let me go. I'm going to go off video. Jason's going to talk to you about whatever he feels like. Um, and I'll be right back. Okay, everybody. <laughs> so now it's my my podcast. Um, so yeah. And speaking of merchandising, my my friend Mark Head from Alabama, who is one of the biggest Star Wars collectors I know, was a groomsman in my wedding and um, actually talked to the talked to the preacher about his Star Wars obsession because the pastor that did our wedding is actually a Star Wars, a big Star Wars fan. So that was a really cool, you know, and everybody got to hear about Mark's collection and I showed him pictures. And so, yeah. And I will show you something when Gene gets back as well that I have in this room. I obviously moved in to an office space in my new town home with my wife and I'm setting up my office. So there's going to be some tributes in there um, as well. But anyway, but it's great to to be able to talk to you all again. I actually went to Iceland on my honeymoon. We're going to get into that more, but man, amazing country. Um, yeah. So just trying to, to get settled here at the house and there we go. And I don't know where Gene went, but we're just going to sit here and talk. And this is going to be funny on the podcast. He might actually edit me out, but <laughs> anyway, yeah. So there's a lot of, you know, a lot of cool things we talk about with Star Wars. It's just mainly the, to, for me, it's the connection to my childhood and that whole <laughs> epic, epic story, you know, that we all want. So in our lives, we all strive for that, yeah. that adventure in our lives. Bless you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, anyway, so. That's it. And I don't know where Gene went. He's uh, taking his time, folks. Um, pardon the camera here for a second, but I'm about to show you guys something. So one second. I'm going to get right in front of the camera. Sorry, this is my high-quality shirt that I'm wearing. And I will have something prepared for Gene when he comes back to show him and to show everybody, actually. Uh, my friend Mark got me a gift a long time ago. That's a really cool limited edition collectible. And uh, yeah, so. I am back. Hold Gene on is one back. Second. Jason, and, how uh, was your conversation with yourself? Oh, you know, it was grand. Sometimes the best conversations I have are with myself. So there we go. Um, Gene has an artifact. He's going to show us, folks. Get ready, folks. Prepare yourselves for the amazing artifact that Gene has that we're still waiting on with bated breath. <laughs> Gene. <laughs> and here he comes, folks. He's going to make a, a gallant and grand appearance of, oh, look at that. <laughs> I am your father. Oh, nice. The classic. Ooh, I look just like Darth Vader two-piece mask. Yes. This yes. is a Darth Vader mask that I got for Christmas. And I'm not even sure what year that was. Yep. This was back in the 80s. Um, Still got the box. Oh, Sorry that's for good. those of you that are on the um, audio side, I will be posting the video of this. Um, here's the box. 
wow, you still got the box. So even if yeah, you just have the, the box. box, it makes it worth more. It's kind of fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, my not There's old a spider in the box. I think he's Gene's uh, uh, oh. Gene, about to turn into a some kind of crazy creature because he's about to get bit by a spider. There was a um, spider on the box. I think he's dead. Hopefully he's not in my head. Sorry. So mine is the same character, and Gene's seen this before. My friend Mark, like I was telling everybody while you know, Gene was ignoring all of us, um, is a, a huge Star Wars collector. And the man has a separate building on his property. He was actually one of my my groomsmen at my wedding. Um for his collection, his parents were smart enough back in the day to buy two of everything. So Mark had found a collectible and got me this, which is ah. a cinema cast Darth Vader by Kenner. And uh, it's actually cast in its polymer and in ceramic, and it's a limited edition. And so I keep this and obviously treasure it. You know, it was a gift from my good friend Mark and pretty durable. It's only like five pieces you know and you just as i store it in its original box and but i keep it out here and i'm gonna put it as part of my my new office decor um ah. which will be a race car movie themed and maybe some music thrown in there um but um yeah so it's we talk about just the giant of a merchandising machine that was star wars and and, and lucas was smart he got the rights to the merchandising right away um, the other the other only yeah. thing I had some um, when I was little, I had a bunch of um, at least maybe like five, 10, 15 um, Star Wars action figures. I'm sure, you did, too. No, oh, they've yeah. all been lost except for poor Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't know where he is right now, but he's somewhere around here. <laughs> and Does he still have his cape and his little in his arms lightsaber. <laughs> I think he's got the cape, but not the lightsaber, or maybe the lightsaber, not yeah. the cape, one or the other. But that's the only artifact that I have. For some reason, when my parents moved back in the late mid 90s, um, they all used to live in the attic in a box, and the box had somehow mysteriously lost. Of course, that was able to keep all the Matchbox and Hot Wheels cars that I had, but somehow another, my favorites that I had were my G.I. Joe action figures and my oh, Star yeah, Wars figures. Joe. And they're they're all gone. And I think everybody knows, you know, GI Joe is actually more rare, um, mm. because you know they were played with hard, and those figures had all the posable arms, and they were just yeah they broke and they were gone. So if you can find GI Joe stuff, it's actually worth more loose than it is than Star Wars are. Uh, here's yeah, the other original. Here's the other thing: I un un unchanged theater yeah. edition. I don't know trilogy. if you see it. I don't know if the camera can see that well, but I got this <clears throat> fairly recent. I bought this last year. No, earlier this year at an estate sale for a dollar. Yeah. Pretty cool to have, man. This Just the for artwork alone. You know? Yeah, I mean, Gene, Gene's an artist here, guys, and <laughs> he doesn't like to talk about that a lot, but uh, he can appreciate the graphic design on that, too. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's what you, that's what you buy that for. You know, you're not going to, you're probably not going to pop in into a VCR. I may try to sometimes. <laughs> and unfortunately, because VHS is magnetic, just like audio tapes, it does wear out. Yeah. Um, over time. So, yeah, you can try. It's just it, well, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get VHS quality for a dollar. It was worth it. And I might for actually sell to, these. I may for a dollar uh, to dis, to, dis, to display it is worth it. You know, <laughs> yeah. for a dollar. I mean, there might be a um. I have a um. I have a few devices where I can um transfer that to video and so we'll see if i do that but maybe 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 not don't worry copywriters we'll see anyway um i uh this, this there's there's no um confirming or denying anything that gene just said there right. we go. um um 
But anyway, I may sell it to somebody that might appreciate it and try to like put it in a case or something like that. I just I just bought it because right, it was a good yeah. deal and it's you know worth well, more for than a buck. I can't argue. <laughs> yeah, definitely worth more than at all. Um. So yeah, yeah. that's that's what I have left for my. I, I you know what I did buy some of the um a few years ago back in maybe the mid early two thousands two thousand five ish they did a bunch of reissues of old Star Wars stuff and I bought a yeah. Millennium Falcon. Oh, for like forty dollars, yeah. And I bought um a few other action figures that I just bought for fun because they were only like five dollars a piece, and I was kind of sad that I lost all my old ones. Um, my kids have ransacked my uh, Millennium Falcon, and it's in their bedroom under their bed because they saw it and fell in love with it, even though they had no idea what it was. <laughs> so now let's say hey, you know what, just goes to show. Yeah, Star Wars has an effect. There you go. Do, uh, do you <laughs> have any of your old stuff toys left? Sadly, no, I do huh. not. I might, well, I might have an errant figure or something. Actually, I do. I have like a whole case of figures, actually, or a whole like container of loose figures, but that's okay. the only stuff I have original um, from anything I I had. Um, mm-hmm. I even have an old VHS copies of it from the 80s um, that are done in the original like movie poster style uh. Uh, on the outside somewhere um, in a box right now in a box somewhere. I have no idea. Um, but no, I don't. I sadly don't have anything. And like I said, my friend Mark, he still has like thirty or forty of them that are doubles from when his parents bought them in the seventies. So hmm. still in the package, still now, with the Kmart stickers on them. You know, I am not holding Jason to this, but I've given Jason an assignment. If he gets around yeah. to it, I don't know if he talked to it about Mark, but I suggested that maybe they do sort of an undercover sort of. Mark doesn't have to show his face, but maybe go do a little video when he goes back oh, to Alabama oh, yeah. and just do yeah, like location. a little tour yeah. of the thing. You know, and maybe we'll post that on uh, YouTube or something at some point. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're not going to give away his location or any of that mess, or even really his name. Um, but I mean, the, the collection alone would show well, and and maybe it'll be when I go down there. I'm supposed to go down there eventually, sometime to help him reorganize it. So maybe we can reorganize it, and get it set up nice, and then I can mm-hmm. take a little, do a little video short, yeah, about it. Um, that could be cool because you know, and he's one of those guys too that knows everything about star Wars. Like I'm a fan, but he knows like, you know, the, the escape pod number on the things. And I mean, he does, he knows everything. So he's, he's like a huge star. Like if you would do star Wars trivia, you want him on your team. Um, Mm -hmm. But he also is like that about music. I mean, he's a huge kiss fan. He's a huge Alice Cooper fan. He's a huge Prince fan. You know, I mean, so he's, he's a passionate guy like me, which is kind of why we, you know, we clicked as friends because we're both passionate people. Um, But, and I met him because I stood in line at the theater he worked at for two and a half days for episode one. So Star Wars will always be our link. Um, mm. And I said something akin to that at my rehearsal dinner, actually, which was at Road Atlanta, Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta in the suite of Michelin Tower. Um, I said something to the akin of like, you know, if it weren't for Star Wars, I literally would not know Mark. So you have Star Wars. You know, movies have that. Yeah, movies have that power over us, though, you know? You know I mean, how many times, Gene, do you remember, you know, aside from music? I mean, music, I think, is more linked to our lives. But, you know, how many times do you say, oh, man, I remember that movie was out this time of my life. And I remember that time of my life by whatever summer you went and watched that movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Star Wars kind of even links more deeply to in us is that whole 
gosh, I miss my childhood. <laughs> you know, even the new ones make me go, oh man, I miss being a kid. You know, when you had that nothing, you know, nothing on your plate in your life, but to have an imagination and to go on your crazy adventures in your neighborhood, you know, to build forts and to get dirty and to come home when the streetlights come on. You know, I think that's all what, hmm. whether he intended it or not, Lucas, like, <clears throat> kind of touched that nerve in our hearts with these yeah. movies and to enough to where we're still talking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I've gotten just from looking at um, the analytics I've seen from our first two star Wars episodes w- that we did that d- they are pretty popular Yeah, among the other episodes. I mean, yeah, because people see it and they can, they know, Oh man, star Wars. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, all right. Not that we're trying to hook you in, even though we are, That's um, we are. Yeah. <laughs> like share, subscribe. <laughs> Anyway, um, the uh, hit the subscribe button right down. <laughs> well, uh, what I like about Star Wars, I think, is something that I I don't get it out of many movies nowadays. A matter of fact, I've been going back. An assignment that my wife and I have been doing is going. I've mentioned it, I think, before. Is um, going back to watch all the live animation movies that Walt Disney did from the time of. I don't know when his first live action movie was. I can't remember which one it was all the way up to whenever. And we're still in the mid, we're in the mid sixties now. And we've been doing this for over half a year. (laughs) Um, Shows you how much he made back then. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of these movies do what star Wars, star Wars did for me as a kid. And like you said, whenever I watch it, I grew up on MTV. I may have watched it more than you did as a kid. I don't know, but a lot of times I can watch it. Yeah. But I can watch an old MTV um, video music and it transforms me back to when I was seven years old. Uh, an example would be um, Arrhythmics, um, Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams. I can still yeah. think of that video going to my cousin's house as a little boy and it would be on because I always played MTV and I could just, you know, see her in the field next to the other guy. I forget his name. Um, yeah. Playing, playing his um, synthesizer thing, you know, in the field and, I just still picture Annie Lennox playing, you know, singing that. And I mean, Tina Turner, her videos, I can still picture those things as a kid and same thing with star Wars. But what I was going to say is that they, whenever a movie can drag me in to make me almost feel like I'm watching a book, if that makes sense. Like when you read a good book and you mm-hmm. sort of get into the book and you haven't, there could be a nuclear bomb and you would have no idea. Cause you're so into the book. That's yeah. how I like a movie to be. It's so good that you're just, you don't really care about everything else that's going on in life. You're just concentrating on that movie at that time. And to me, that's yeah, what Star Wars does. Yeah, you right. escape. For a simpler way world. of putting it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly why I watch movies, period. Mm-hmm. Is to escape and to be entertained by by escaping, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like stuff that's close to real life sometimes too, but in the, for the most part, nah, I want I want something different. And you can't get much more different than a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, right? No, absolutely. You know, and I, I think, and I think Joss uh, Whedon tickled that again with like the series Firefly. You know, I mean, that was as close to that kind of feeling as I got in a long time. Mm. Um, and you know, as a kind of a space western, basically, is what that was, and it's along the same lines of what what lucas drew from which was the old westerns the old um mm-hmm. japanese films the old you know stuff like that and, it, and that's it it sucks you into a story and it makes you 
it makes you it longs for you let me oh gosh can't there be just one more you know like i want to know what happens next you know right right and that was that was all of us after return of the jedi because most of us we were old enough by then to kind of really escape into that movie and um i mean we're seven or eight years old that kind of thing i mean i was seven you know so were you actually yeah <laughs> probably or you were sick were you anyway <laughs> um so you know you're old enough by then to kind of escape into a into a movie um mm-hmm. as a child and i think it kind of made you go gosh why can't there be another one and we were saying that for 16 years after that and right. that that's mm-hmm. not lost on me that it took 16 years for another one to come out yeah. And yeah. that's why I stood in line two and that's why I stood in line two and a half days for it because I'm like I've been waiting since I was seven. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if, if uh, Lucas had realized what all the '80s kids, you know, were just anticipating <laughs> in the late '80s. If he'd been like, "Maybe, maybe I'll go ahead and do this." I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, I think I think he's aware of that, but I mean, Lucas did what he wanted to do. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, and he had other projects. I mean, his other companies like Skywalker Sound and Industrial Light Magic were already like deep involved in other projects for other companies. I mean, he had the Indiana Jones stuff. I mean, he made Willow, a um, mm-hmm. bunch of other movies after that, you know, and it's like, I mean, who can forget the cinematic genius that was Howard the Duck, you know, I mean. Yeah. Great side. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, there's like, there's so many aspects to why Star Wars still lives in our hearts, you know, and you can't, you can't say that for many movies and not, and, you know, other than music, which lives in, you know, I know at least Gene and I's heart, you know, pretty heavily. You go through moods with music, right? And you go through moods with movies and what you like, but there are certain ones that stand the test of time and Star Wars for lack of a better comparison. I'm going to just go out on a limb here and say this. Star Wars is to movies to me what Led Zeppelin is to rock and roll. Interesting. If that makes sense. Because it's got staying power. People 50 years from now are still going to watch episodes four, five, and six of Star Wars and are still going to be amazed by the technology that was utilized at that time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can we can talk about all these great movies that come out before and after it. And there are some that have the same staying power, but very rarely does a series of movies have that much staying power. You know, I mean, you got your Godfather, Godfather two, right? You know, Godfather three for good lord. Um, but you just don't get that with. I mean, like the Back to the Future is the same way, you know. But luckily, with Back to the Future, they were in, Zemeckis was genius enough to write in time travel, so they will never be dated. <laughs> Those movies will <laughs> never be dated. Because it's like, who knows? It's supposed to look like that, you know. It's it's in it's in the past. It's in the future. It's everywhere. Um, but but that Star Wars me is to a that. Question, couple of questions then. Um, yeah. Well, we're out. Of, we're almost out of time. But let me go through a couple of questions here. Short answers. Um, do you have a favorite one or two characters in the whole trilogy? You know, I mean, it's easy. I mean, because there wasn't a lot of lead characters. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to say Han Solo, you know, as a guy. I think Han Solo kind of embodies that Wild West feeling, you know. Um, 
of Star Wars. So I would probably say either Han Solo or actually Lando Calrissian. Okay. Um, because I like him as a side character. I think he obviously the the movie Solo kind of showed how they met and how that all came about. But yeah, I would. I mean, it's it's tough to say because there's not really a whole lot of mm-hmm. character depth other than about eight or nine characters, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I would say Han Solo, probably easy answer. Um, Yeah. He's what all of us guys want in like a swashbuckling kind of space pirate, space cowboy kind of feel. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I agree with that answer, by the way. Um, If he had been written more into the story, I think that, Obi-Wan would have been my favorite um, for, yeah, because as far as the first movie goes, he's probably my favorite character in that movie. Um, oh, easily. Yeah. But as the movie goes toward the end, you become more, uh, you know, favored toward Han Solo. And then, you know, second and third movie. Oh, yeah. Han Solo is the man. I wish I was Han Solo kind of guy. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, But Obi-Wan, I mean, I think a lot of it's just Alec getting this is just. Oh, know, yeah. He's just such a he's great a, actor. He's and did such a good job. He's on a whole other level. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, the weird thing is, though Han Solo is my favorite character, Luke is kind of the person that I'm rooting for the whole time. You know, you want him right. to be good. Yeah, of course. You want him to, to you know, get well, to the I, other side. I, I'm going to venture out to say Luke is more like us. You know, Luke mm-hmm. is the kind of innocent who's thrust into a bigger picture, doesn't really understand, has to kind of deal with it as it comes. That's kind of like life. Right. So Luke to me is more like our experience through life, whereas Han Solo is the guy yeah. that the cool guy that you find at a, you know, the local tavern who's going to show you his motorcycle, you know, and 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 teach you how to like, and you know, shoot you know, a gun, shoot a gun or something, you know. Something I would argue about Princess Leia too is that she is sort of a character that sneaks up on you, and you don't yep. really, you know, expect it. She becomes a strong character. But she doesn't overpower the scene, if you will. Right. She just makes a great um, supporting actress, for lack of a better word, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. She is more of a, she's a lead actress, but she's supporting by that, in that lead role. Kind of like Chewbacca. Um, he sort of sneaks up on you, and before you know it, he's one of your favorite people in the movie. Even though you can't understand a word he's saying, which exactly. is crazy. Yeah. That's that's the power. That's the power of Lucas. You know, he can do that. I mean, mm-hmm. and and Industrial Light and Magic and Skywalker Sound have done that in other movies, like the movie Wall-E. Yeah. I mean, hardly anything said in that movie, and you still are understanding him and rooting for him. And you know, like okay, so um, let me yeah. ask this then: um, if you were to go back, we know every, we've already talked about this, but if George Lucas called you up, nineteen eighty-seven, Jason. I'm just going to do a side project. It's going to be a one-off, um, you know, background or side story for one of these characters or some story in Star Wars. Which one do you think you would have told him to do? Hmm. I'll, I'll hang up with this for your answer. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I think Chewie's story would have been a good one. Hmm. Because Chewie's kind of out there. We don't even really know, honestly, in the original ones, we are never told where he's from, any of that stuff. Um, that was all done in, like, secondary novels and stuff written by other people. Although, um, was he not going um Return of the Jedi? The Ewoks were going to originally be Wookiees, weren't they? 
Yeah, that's true. Maybe that, maybe um, that clues us in on what it would have possibly been like. Yeah, and he tried to make, you know, in the prequels, he tried to make Kashyyyk mm. look kind of like Endor, but not really, you know, um, because he kind of knew everybody knew that switch that happened. So you, you couldn't make it look exactly like people living in the giant redwoods. Um so it was forested enough, but it was still a, a kind of agrarian. But I think I think Chewie's side story would be good, along with Yoda's. Hmm. Um, those two, to me, would kind of link a lot of things and would kind of help, I think. And especially, like, if you're talking 1987, you know, 10 years after the first movie and four years after the the last one that was made at that point. Right. You know, people are looking for... I mean, we had the Ewok movies, the two Ewok movies that came out as like little TV movies, um, which were good. Um, right. Battle for Endor and then the Ewok Adventure, I believe, is the other one. Um, so that kind of gave us some side, not really a side story. There wasn't anybody on there that we recognized. But you know what I mean? It kind of gave us a little bit more yeah. um, material about Ewoks. But I think the Wookiee aspect would have been would have been an interesting thing, you know, turn out to where they didn't just, it wasn't just a Sasquatch type thing. Cause that's really what it appeared to look like. Um, I can tell you what mine would would have been a Boba Fett movie. The 1987 Boba Fett. It would have just been a simple backstory. Maybe, maybe even kind of like cross section it into um, return of the Jedi. Show some of those scenes kind of, or or different views of those scenes. And then showed him what happened after that when he fell into it. Maybe he escapes and moves on. I mean, I know that's kind of they kind of did that in the TV show, but I think it would have been really cool to have done back then. Maybe even show him doing some of his bounty hunting stuff back in his prime type stuff, you know. So yeah, concentrate more on him as a bounty hunter. Yeah, I mean, you can really just go in that aspect. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, man, you could deep dive about Star Wars for about twenty episodes. Just we could just do a whole podcast you know, dedicated to it if we wanted to and still not talk about all of it. Yeah. Right. I think um we didn't really go into any of the um later movies that happened. We I mean we kind of touched on the prequels yeah. a little bit. Um I, I think you like them. They're okay to me, the prequels. Yeah. I mean they, um, they are what they are. I don't think you, I'm yeah. it's I'm kind of indifferent really in some respects. I mean I like they came out. I like that it was you know, attempted to show the story and how it worked out. I think mm-hmm. um, obviously some of it was a little trying too hard. If you want to know my true feelings on it, but it was still, it was still Lucas and it was still good, but it was just, you can't put them in the same category with the originals that we remember. Right. No, um, Obi-Wan, I think did. I think Obi-Wan did a great, uh, not, uh, you know what I mean? Um, his character was great in those movies. Oh yeah, definitely him and Qui-Gon. Yeah. They were the, most... the first one. They were kind of the most that those were the best parts of those movies, watching um Obi-Wan Kenobi's backstory. Yeah. A little bit. <clears throat> Other I was trying to think if there's any other characters that might be worth if somebody wanted to go back and watch those, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I guess intriguing characters to watch from those prequels. But I think that um I'm sorry, what's the, I'm losing the actor's name. Uh you you McGregor. Yeah, Hugh McGregor. Yeah, yeah, he was great as Obi Wan Kenobi in those movies. I oh think. yeah, he was perfect. He was a perfect for that role. If I've ever seen a, if somebody being cast for a younger 
version of somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a pretty good job being a younger version of basically Alec Guinness, you know. Um, not easy shoes to fill by any means. Mm-hmm. Actor, you know, and and just stage acting wise. Um, but Ewan McGregor also is a accomplished actor um and could handle it i think and did did handle right. it well you know yeah and you know just i mean maybe they're trying to draw parallels but just as with alec mcginnis when you had alan get um, alec guinness not mcginnis yeah how did i say mcginnis anyway with his, <laughs> um, you said mcgregor and mcginnis yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with quicon jen i wish that he had been more bigger part of that story but he yeah. just like obi-wan he was just taken out in the first movie well, he was a vehicle to get you to a next point as right. a character, you know, and I think that had to be that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, um, I mean, the new ones, honestly, if they're not, they're just kind of their own thing. If you want to check them yeah, out, they are, but yeah, they are. The new ones I, are definitely their own thing. I, I think, think they were good movies, but they were just, I think the, the offshoot movies to me are better, you know, the, um, solo and, uh, rogue one. Mm-hmm. Uh, were both to me better as movies all around um to have happened one before and one in between other movies i think was a brilliant way to do that because then they could they could rely on their own with enough of an homage to the old ones to get people like us out there and keep us interested you know mm-hmm. i think solo was the best of those two but really? I'm, I, yeah. I'm opposite. I thought that uh, Rogue One was a little better than the two, but it, neither one were like huge on my yeah. list. But again, I just take them as just totally different things. And I'm not really a big fan of the um, the newer ones at all, really. But you know, that's a whole well, you know. And I, I watched them, and I was entertained. You know, I was entertained. Um, but I had to, I had to treat them as separate movies. I couldn't, I couldn't treat them as you know stuff that linked at all really to the old ones. So. Well, um, anyways, we'll we'll close that out. But as far as the old ones go, as you can tell, Jason and I are big fans, and we recommend you watch them. <laughs> and just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I think that you will get a lot of uh value out of it, as the kids say these days, right? Yeah, if you're one of the few unfortunate people that you know have lived under a rock and haven't watched them, um, then yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting to see what my kids think when they get to be a little bit older and I let them watch it. Oh yeah. That's all. That would be always cool to be able to introduce your own kids to something that you loved so yeah. deeply, you know, I mean, it's always great. So anyway, all right, well, uh, we'll call it a day, call it a wrap on that one, Jason. And we'll talk to everybody later. Adios, Jason. Thank you, sir. You as well, sir. Have a great day, everybody. And we will talk to you later.